Welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Tuesday, December 20th, and typing in the background is my dear friend, Dr. Orfe Divangi. He's a PhD economist. You're a pretty good prognosticator when you allow yourself to be one. And as we're here at the end of 2022, I think it's reasonable to look back and uh, maybe articulate some of the things that you got right, either prior to the beginning of the Everyday Economics podcast or straight up in the show. And I would think one of the highlights for you this year would be your call very early on that inflation would not be, as we were told it would be, transitory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't even know how people define that word, transitory. This doesn't anymore. feel transitory to me. I exactly. I have no idea why you know why we even use that word transitory in the first place. But no, yeah, I mean, back in March of 2021, I I was among one of those people that called it that said, look, a 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package that was nearly five times the size of the economic whole was going to be inflationary. Uh, and it was going to cause a lot of pain on Main Street. And pain on Main Street is pain on Wall Street. And of course, look at 2022. Look what happened. 2022, inflation starts soaring. 21, inflation soars. Late 21, we start to hear the Fed talk about being late to react and having to raise interest rates really rapidly. We got a bunch of record high rate hikes in 2022. And thank God Americans still had some of that money they got, <laughs> some of those extra savings to 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 help them weather the storm. Uh, otherwise, we'd be in an even worse place today. Let's talk about that. If had we not been in a place of prosperity, that with what has gone on in the last two years, I mean, through through COVID, I mean, you would have seen an economic disaster that would have just made 2007, 2008 look like child's play. It seems like what I think is happening is we got a bunch of money from the federal government and inflation is a tax, right? And now that money is going away again, right? It's like there's no free lunch is is the moral of the story. Is that we got a big boost in incomes. By the way, we had a big hole in the number of people working in this country and we still got a big boost in income and now that income is being taken away is the way I think about it. So there's really no free lunch. You know, what goes in come, must come out. And so that's what's happened. Now, of course, it's hard to bring down inflation. It's, it didn't come, it's not coming down easy. I mean, now, you know, I feel better. I'm optimistic because we've, I think we've reached a peak and it's now coming, it's now on the way down. But I talked about that and called that one. And there's many more like this. I'm very lucky to have been right about a couple of things. As you're taking your victory lap on the things that you got right, we have another episode coming up where we're going to talk about the things that we didn't get so right. But take your lap. What else did you get right? Affordability-led domestic migration from the expensive coastal markets to cheaper housing markets. Uh, you know, talked about that throughout 2021. Uh, it came to pass in 20, look, in 2022, it's the main story that of more relatively more affordable markets are healthier, are doing better. Uh, the expensive coast, you know, house prices are falling 
in the expensive markets. You know, their demand has fallen tremendously in those markets. If it had not been for the fact that supply retracted, we would have probably had a bigger decline in prices in those expensive markets. Because look, Americans want affordable housing. They're moving to places that are affordable. And uh, we're going to get some new census migration numbers later this week. It's likely they're going to confirm that again, that people are moving to places that are more affordable. And it's going to be a big story in 2023. Oh, another one I got right. Rent control would do nothing, nothing for St. Paul, Minnesota. And all the jurisdictions that decided, hey, we're going to toy around with rent control, a bad policy that's been abandoned many, many moons ago. Look, rent control causes even bigger problems, especially over time in the long run. And so it didn't improve the situation. Rent still grew really rapidly. They're still in trouble. They're going to have buildings slow down, fewer units on the market. It's not a good policy. January 2022, I talked about the fact that raising rates would not cause a crash in house prices. I mean, we're still in the middle of the slump, but look, prices are stubborn. They're not coming down very fast. They haven't declined all that much. We're seeing some slowdowns in places that are really, really expensive. But look, the reason why we didn't see a crash is because demand responded, but so did supply. We saw new listings, you know, new listings declining 25% when compared to a year ago, you know, and so we saw both home buyers and home sellers, right, supply and demand pulling back. And when those two things pull back, well, you know, prices remain somewhat stubborn, despite the big slump in sales and activity in the housing market. That's something else I called. And I think we're seeing that play out right now. Well, I think those are pretty big wins. We're going to wrap it up there. For Orfe Devangini, it's been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. America's